0: Midnight Movie Afi glanced at his watch as he threw his clear plastic cup into a rubbish bin nearby. He stood at the railings and watched as one by one, the shops in the mall pulled down their shutters to close for the day. From his vantage point on the fifth floor, he scanned the escalators, hoping to catch his flatmate, Hilal, who had promised To meet him there. He really hoped Hilal would make it because Hilal was the one who wanted to watch this movie. Furthermore, Hilal had promised to borrow Sarah's car so that it would be convenient to drive home later. Both of them did not have their own means of transport and Sarah, being the ever friendly neighbor, had offered to lend them hers for the night. As if on cue, he spotted Hilal going up the moving stairs from the 4th floor. Sorry Hilal bro, I just woke up at 8pm just now. I crashed after coming back from that crazy shift. Afik huffed irritably, I know, I saw you on the couch before I left for work at noon. I thought you were dead, but dead people don't snore. So how? Did you manage to get Sarah's car? Yep. She was too sick to come out. Just handed the keys over the gate. Poor thing. I I invited her along, but she declined. Are you mad? You want to drag a sick person to see this stupid movie? She can watch better movies on her phone. I don't even know why you insist on this anyway. All the reviews said it's lousy. Ilal shrugged. He was fresh from his long sleep after last night's mad shift and he looked forward to watching this movie on his evening off. Lousy review or not? They bought popcorns and drinks from the deserted counter and walked towards the tunnel that would lead to Cinema 1 as printed on their tickets. The hall was partially lit as the advertisements were still running on the screen. Afi craned his neck to scan the theatre and noted the sparse patrons scattered throughout the hall. He counted 11 heads. He checked behind them and noted that all the seats were empty. It was a weekday and the movie had been screened for quite some time, so he did not expect a full house. However, the ambience of the cinema hall was a bit unsettling to him, but he chalked it down to his tiredness from work earlier. Hilal was slowly walking his way towards the bottom of his popcorn bucket and he was noisily slurping his drink when Afik nudged him. Hey, very brave lah. She watched Midnight alone. Where 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 where? Down there, 10 o'clock to your left. What? what 10 o'clock? Long hair. Shut up lah. The movie start already. I want to concentrate. Hilang shushed Afik up and they both settled themselves quietly on their seats. Horror was not Afik's favorite genre, but it was not long before he felt himself being drawn into the plot. They were halfway into the movie when the theater went dark suddenly because of the change in scene. As the screen brightened, Afik's eyes traveled to the four rows in front of them and noticed that the lady he had pointed to Hilal earlier had disappeared. Hmm, she's probably fed up with the lousy movie and left. Afik smiled to himself and turned back to the screen. The next scene was a bit disconcerting to him when after a character was brutally killed, the laughter from the actress playing the vampire rang around the hall. He wondered if it was the sound system or if it was his own imagination which was telling him that the laughter seemed to continue even after the screen had changed scene. It unnerved him and he took a long sip of his drink to calm himself. Deciding to check out the other patrons and distract himself from the disturbing scene earlier, he counted the number of heads in front of him. There were exactly 10 people in front since the woman he had spotted earlier had gone. When he turned to scan the back rows, he spotted a figure at the last row, sitting perfectly still and staring at the screen. He nudged Hilal and whispered, "Wait, behind us on the left extreme corner, did you see her? Hilal pried his eyes from the screen and turned. Yes? Why? I thought she had left. She was the one I saw sitting in front. Now she's at the back? Hey, maybe she wants a better view. (laughs) Both of them turned to look again and at that precise moment she turned to face them and stared at them. The screen suddenly became bright and they could see her eyes almost popping out of her head as she glowered at them. With her black hair parted at the center, cascading down her face at the white shirt she was wearing, it made her look like the female actress in the movie, the one playing the main character, the Puntianak. Shocked, they both turned to face the front. Something about the way she stared angrily at them made them lose focus. As the theater went dark in yet another suspenseful scene, Afik tried to make sense of the loose blot, but his mind kept wandering back to the woman sitting at the back row. He glanced sideways towards Hilal and saw to his horror that she was now closer to them sitting at least four seats to the left from where they were. As if sensing that she was being stared at, her head turned slowly towards him. Her bloodshot eyes seemed to bear into his soul and a slow smile crept across her face. He saw Ilal's eyes staring unseeingly the screen, his face green and his lips moving rapidly in silent prayer. Afik knew that Hilal was aware of her presence and he quickly turned back to face the screen. His throat felt dry as if a sandpaper was wedged through his windpipe. Thankfully, the movie ended almost immediately after that frightening encounter The credits rolled and the lights came on. As soon as it was bright again, both of them glanced to the left and saw that the seat was empty. Come on, come on, come on, let's get out of here. Hilal did not need further instructions. Both of them stood up and quickly left the hall together with the other patrons who were shuffling slowly towards the exit. Oh, are you sure this is where you park? We've been walking up and down the ramp these four levels for the past 10 minutes. Of course I knew where I parked. It's near the exit where the stairwells were. There are exits to stairwells at every level, dummy. Question now is, at which level did you park Sarah's car? Shhh! What's that? Did you hear that? Both of them looked at each other and once again walked towards the ramp. A sad melancholic tune seemed to echo in the quiet car park. Afik felt goosebumps at the back of his neck. They made their way down the ramps with hopes of finding a security guard at the entrance. It was only a four-deck multi-story car park but they felt that it seemed to go on forever. The moment they thought they had reached level one, the signs on the wall would reflect level 3. It was as if they were going round in circles at level 3 with no other way out. Hilal kept his eyes on the floor as he moved rapidly ahead. The singing continued to echo around them. Afik stopped Hilal from going any further and they stood still to catch their breaths. Let's just calm down, take a moment and recite some prayers. This is a test. Do not let it overcome us." Afik did not know how or where he could muster up the courage to convince his friend to calm down and reflect. All he knew was that he had to take charge of the situation and that this was just a trap to make them lose faith. Both men stood quietly for a few minutes before slowly making their way down the ramp again. Somehow, they managed to reach level 1 where, to their relief, they saw that the toll booth was brightly lit and a security guard was sitting inside. They ran towards it and rapidly related their experience to him. They also asked if it was possible that their car had been stolen the man stared at them for a moment and said matter of factly oh okay this is not the first time that midnight movie goers experienced this come on let's go up together and look at your car here the cctv camera shows He's still at level 2. True enough, they located their car almost immediately after they were led to level 2 by the security guard. Afik and Hilal stared at each other. Both knew that they did not see the car when they ran down level 2 earlier. Okay guys, don't go straight home after this, okay? Just hang out somewhere for supper or something before going back, alright? They thanked the guard profusely and quickly climbed into the car. While Hilo slowly went through the barrier and navigated towards the narrow exit to join the main road, Afi turned back and saw the guard walking slowly back towards the toll booth. He put up his hand to wave but changed his mind when he saw, standing just outside the booth, a figure in white, black hair cascading down the sides of a face, waving slowly back at him. Do you think? Was there really a figure? Over the two men imagining things after watching the Midnight Movie. I am Wraith once again. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next podcast.